Hello everyone and welcome to the Ukulele Video Play Along Podcast. This is a mobile edition and it might be the first of a few that I do like this, particularly over the summer as I travel. But what I wanted to let everybody know is I'm on my way to Nashville to make it big. No, not Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Indiana. What happens in June every year is there's something called the Ukulele World Congress where people come all together from all across the country to celebrate ukuleles at the home of mainland ukuleles. And uh, as a teacher, it's awfully hard for me to get down to this, but I decided to travel through most of last night, uh, got some sleep, and am back on the road to get there uh, somewhat early this morning and to see what it's all about. So what I wanted to talk about in this podcast is that some things have changed on my own channel and the way that I'm doing some things, and I wanted to talk about those things on the record. So let's let's go over those, and I'll just kind of think of them as as I'm driving here. So the first one that I want to let you know is that uh, my position is changing next year in my school district. I will no longer be a middle school choir director, I was placed at our Immersion Elementary School, which is actually a pretty cool deal. Now, for the record, I've never taught elementary music since I student taught uh, 24 years ago. So that will be a little bit of a stretch. But then again, some of the things that I've been doing, even at the middle school level, have been leaning towards elementary. I've been doing quite a bit of general music education in my own teaching and choir. So that's kind of cool, and um, I am not, I would not say I'm fluent in Spanish, but I'm conversant in Spanish. I had a Spanish minor, which is pretty cool. And so I've got that going for me. And then, of course, the ukulele, which has become a huge part of my life. This podcast, this work at ukestuff.info will definitely continue. I'm already making content that surpasses what my students were able to do. That will continue. The second thing I really wanted to talk about was the last two podcasts here have been with Dr. Jill Reese, who created the genre of the video play-along, and Rachel Webley from Wales, UK. And with those two discussions, I came back and changed some things on my own videos and I wanted to talk about those. The first one was a discussion with Dr. Reese about how much do we want to spoon feed on these videos? When, How do you help people become more independent musicians and so forth? And then even a little twist of what do you do with people that like play guitar and want to sit in but get frustrated at the ukulele chords and, and things like that. And So I was thinking about that and it didn't take too long and then I started making right after that discussion. It, it again, I'm I'm very, I don't know if I'd say reactionary, but I I definitely I change things. Uh, it's true in my own teaching. It's true in my own life. That when I see there's a better way to do something, I ditch what I'm doing or I modify what I'm doing. So I had already been making GCEA ukulele playlongs, and then started making DGBE baritone play-alongs 
after that conversation, it was pretty clear I should be then also making a chord name slash lyric play along that didn't spoon feed things so that the videos could be used by even more advanced players to play along because you're not giving them every chord. And so it could be used by a situation where you have guitar, mandolin, and ukulele, and whatever, bass, all jamming out together. Boy, this word is really noisy. So that's kind of what I started doing. So if you notice, since that last interview, for every video that I've made, with the exception of the homebrew acapella version of I Can't Help Falling In Love With You that I just recorded, something I haven't done for a while too, and I'll come back to that. I have made a video for ukulele, baritone ukulele, and then what I'm calling lyric-based, because that's what it really is. You're getting the lyrics and the chords, and that's it. Another change was that I wanted to talk about is I was trying to find, with Patreon in particular, a way to kickstart that. And I was trying to find a ukulele vendor that wanted to work with me at either donating a ukulele that then I could raffle off to Patreon subscribers every month, or um, even sell them to me at a very low cost so that I could raffle them off to a Patreon subscriber every month to encourage people to join a Patreon. But I did get contact back from one ukulele manufacturer, but they said, we'd like, in order to work with you, we'd like to see you develop interaction with people that follow your videos. And then we would like to get angles of you holding a ukulele so that it can be seen more clearly in your videos because we're advertising ukulele. The, that ukulele vendor at least gave me some good feedback, which I was, I was very grateful to get and allowed me to think, think through some things, which then led to some other things. Well, a couple weeks ago, one of the things I decided to do is kind of start some rebranding on the channel. I'm generally pretty happy with the Uke Stuff logo and some other things, but I wanted some other options. And uh, you'll be seeing some of those in the near future if you haven't already on, for example, the YouTube channel where this is hosted. You'll see some icons where I've, you know, just tweaks things just a little bit. But one of the things is I designed a new t-shirt and I thought, hey, it'd be really cool to put this on my YouTube page because I've been seeing like a merchandise area and the next shirt isn't as directly website based. It is, but it's not. In other words, if you were just a ukulele person, you might like this shirt. So I thought, okay, I'll do that. Well, it turns out, and we already knew this, that, and in case you don't know, all of our videos cannot be monetized because of the play-along videos on our channels. So, we are generally pretty okay, and we've said this over and over and over again, we're pretty okay with the idea that if you are making a play-along video, you are not going to earn revenue on that video because the, any ad revenue is going to kick back to the copyright holder. And we're okay with that. But if you make any other content, such as this video, you can't monetize it then. Your channel is marked ineligible for monetization because of duplication. Well, if you're not quite happy with Patreon and you can't monetize 
your videos and you can't build a relationship with a ukulele vendor, how then do you get some sort of income back if you're spending the time making the content? Um, YouTube is getting ad revenue. The copyright holders are getting ad revenue. Um, if the ukulele, you know, I mean, if the ukulele vendors that are buying YouTube ad, ads that are showing up perhaps on your video are selling ukuleles, they're getting revenue, yet you're doing hours and hours and hours and hours of work without any compensation for it, there, there's a problem there. So I got frustrated um, when I found out that in order to get that merchandise level on your YouTube channel that shows with every YouTube video then, it just auto appears in your feed, you have to be able, to, you have to have a monetized channel. So not only can you not monetize your videos, but you also cannot put in a merch link on your videos. It doesn't matter whether somebody buys them or not, you can't even go to step one. And I got really frustrated and I decided it was time to shift. So what you will see or have maybe already seen is I've done some things. I have started moving all of the content that I make. All of this self-created content is going to another channel that when it reaches 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of views, it will be a monetized channel of its own with perhaps only copyright issues like where I would sing a song that's under copyright and then you can do revenue sharing. Now, again, I don't know what kind of income that will bring, but it will have to be better than Patreon. And then the other channel where my all my videos used to be hosted will be dedicated to only the playlongs. So it'll be playlongs and then all of my other ukulele content. So it's still pretty niche, but at the same time, it will also help people to find things. Now you'll notice that there'll be some name changes. The ukulele tenor channel is no longer. That's already been changed to youtube.com slash ukeplaylongs. And then the other channel is yet to be named because it has to be around for 30 days before it can be named. So the next ukulele video play along podcast can probably be about that. Another thing that that one ukulele builder said or company said was we also don't we also think that the ukulele video play along format is boring. Now I can tell you looking at my rewrite the stars video with 1.5 million views which of course generates no income for me which is fine but there are 1.5 million views there that say that that particular viewpoint of that ukulele company is wrong. But they said, here's one of the other videos that you made, which was one of my tutorial videos on how to play the ukulele video play along. They said, that's what we think your content should be. Now, I don't fully agree. I think that's a sub-branch of what my content should be. I also like to do things like ukulele reviews. I also like to do things about tutorial videos. I also like to do skill drill videos. I like to do all sorts of things that are ukulele related. That's why it's ukestuff.info. I mean, that makes total sense to me. That's what I wanted to do. So, um, if you've noticed, I've also tried to be making a tutorial video for every play along that I've made recently. That's kind of a, a recent shift. I'm hoping that that's helpful 
it really helps the people. I, it's amazing how many uh, comments there are on YouTube when you open up comments about, well, what's the strumming pattern? And Dr. Reese and I were talking about this in that previous edition of the Playlong Podcast where we don't like giving the strumming pattern in our videos necessarily because people need to be able to determine what that strumming pattern is in their own ear. And almost all these songs were not written with ukulele. I just did a play-along for Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea, and I did a tutorial talking about that. But in that video, it features the George Harrison of the Beatles and of ukulele fame. Um, it features his performance of the song from 2002, and he's playing ukulele in that video. In fact, there's videos of him, there's actually like a music video of him playing that song, playing the ukulele. And all he does on that song is a shuffle strum the whole way through. So there's a situation where you can tell people, well, the actual strum is the shuffle strum. And it's also a very easy solution, too, at the same time, which is kind of cool. But that's rare. That's rare. Usually you're, you're doing something else. And by the way, there have been some comments, too, of like, um, particularly with the most recent popular video is Lost Boy by Ruth B, which is a wonderful, wonderful song. And the video turned out really nice. The, the image that I used of Netherland, Neverland and Wendy and Peter Pan flying through London is really cool. Um, I think the aesthetics of that video are really good. So I, I'm, I'm quite pleased that it's been so popular. Not only is it a gorgeous song, but I think the, the colors and everything of that video just really reflected quite well. But, um, on, like the Ruth B video, occasionally I'll get a post from somebody saying, there's no ukulele on this song, duh. And of course, I, I delete those comments because that's the kind of negativity I, I don't want with the comments. But, yeah, we're aware that with most of these songs, ukulele was not used. But the idea is to be able to play along with them anyway. And that's why you give them the chords. So some people don't get the point of the ukulele video play along. Or maybe they're just looking for the song and just stop in to be mean. I, I don't know. it, But that's part of the nature of things. So, that is a little bit of a change that you'll see in the future, is that those tutorial videos will be there. And those tutorial videos will show you people how to play the chords, kind of like the ukulele teacher's videos. Um, as well as any like specific technical challenges, if there's strumming or... Um, picking, finger picking that needs to be dealt with, and I think I'll start adding a little bit of history whenever it's appropriate. Another little change that I made is I decided that I, I love backgrounds in my videos. Uh, I also really like how Andy Ramos does his. Um, he almost always features an image of the performer and then uh, does the words and chords over that, which is pretty cool. I love Andy's twist on that. I've done that a couple times, uh, like I think with um, maybe my Chuck Berry video and a couple others, uh, but not to a standard. And he actually has developed his own look too, which which I just love that we're doing similar things, similar focus, similar approach, but differences too. I think that's tremendous, and uh, so. 
one of the things that I decided was I've been looking always for these like neat backgrounds and I try to choose colors that to me fit the mood. Well, a couple videos, well, more than a couple videos ago, I decided that it'd be kind of nice to have a motion background. And sure enough, there are websites out there that offer public domain background videos of that generally are used by churches for worship time. But I'm using them for the video play-along. So you will see um, for quite a while now, when I'm doing a, a play-along of whatever you will see a motion background behind that video. So, um, in particular, you can start off by going to motionbolt.com if you're interested to use uh, video backgrounds. And I really, really have enjoyed that little aspect. And there's plenty of backgrounds so that I don't need to repeat anytime soon. But if I do repeat, it's, it's okay. It's a motion background and it works out pretty good. So pretty excited about that as well. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was the creation of my I Can't Help Falling In Love With You video. That was kind of fun to do and long story made short is the cover by Tyler Joseph and 21 Pilots, it, he just sings it too high. He's singing in a female alto range when he's singing that song. And, and I can't sing along with him at pitch as a tenor, as an operatic tenor. I can't sing along with him in a comfortable range. So with that, what I did was I always, when we did pop music, if it wasn't something that was already published, perhaps, you know, arranged by like Matt Koff or Roger Emerson, I always rewrote things into better keys for the general singer so that it would fit better for most singers. And what I did is the last couple of years, I did try to do I Can't Help Falling In Love With You like 21 Pilots at pitch in the key of C, which makes the chords a lot easier. I mean, generally very easy to do. And, and I play that little lick of theirs in three all the time as kind of a, a playing sample on the ukulele. but. I decided this past year to make the song into a duet and then change the pitch so that it was in the key of F instead of the key of C. Then decided just on a whim a few days ago to make my own play along of it. And on the actual recording, I think there's a bass and a drum that might come on at some point during Tyler Joseph's version. But what I did is I, I played the main ukulele accompaniment in the key of F on my low G tenor ukulele, played the melody and counter melody that I had written on my Martin soprano ukulele, and then added a bass part. And I, I did that all with the app Acapella. And if you haven't played with Acapella, you do have to uh, pay to unlock certain features, which makes sense because that's how they make money. But that's the easy way, uh, especially on an iPhone or an iOS device, to record a multi-track video at with with the least amount of technical complications the only problem is you you have to take everything at one take and you basically if you mess up you have to stop and retake the whole thing you can't do any video splicing there because what you do is you record a, an original video 
as your kind of your bass track, and then you record other videos on top of that, I think up to six or eight, and then if you pay more for their service, you can even lock more time and, and more with that. So that was kind of fun to do, and I posted that on the channel as well as, as, well as a tutorial. And that's the only video that I've done recently that I haven't released a version for baritone ukulele, although I may release a lyric-based version. And the only reason I wouldn't release it for baritone ukulele is that functioning in the key of F, just not, not a great key for baritone ukulele. So I'd have to transpose my own voice up uh, a whole step to do that. And I suppose I could, and I might. Who knows? But I also am not quite sure of how that will translate in terms of actual singing because the key of F, I think it goes up to an E, which is, you know, pushing the boundaries of highness for a number of singers and, com you know, being comfortable in singing. So, you know, I want to be careful because that would then push that to an F sharp, which would be definitely too high for a lot of singers as well. Along with changing the name of the original YouTube channel and adding the second channel. The other thing that I recently did was I reserved the URL, the website address, ukeplaylongs.com, and I've made that point to the page of ukestuff.info that has the lists of the ukulele playalongs and all the different playalong formats. So if you know somebody and they would like to be able to look at the list of all the different ukulele playlongs, which there are getting close to 900, probably by the next time that I update the list. If, if you know somebody that falls into that category, just share ukeplaylongs.com and that will take them to those lists. And that's a, kind of a shortcut if they can't remember ukestuff.info. So, ukeplaylongs.com, which is the same name as the new YouTube channel, or the old YouTube channel, but nonetheless, it, it all works together. Well, I think that about covers it for this episode of the Ukulele Video Playlong Podcast. Pay attention in the coming weeks. I'm going to have some interviews coming up now that I'm in the summer and can talk to some other teachers at various times. If you haven't and you're watching this video, please hit the subscribe button. That'll help me get to that thousand subscribers that I need to monetize this channel. And as always, as I end all of my tutorial videos, remember ukulele, it's all about you.